Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded live. Good evening. Welcome to Glory to God Ministries International, where Christ is the head. May the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in our sight. O oh Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. How many really believe that? Though? I, I don't care how you might have felt like there was nobody there for you. When I felt like I was on. 
Thank you, Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. Minister Banks, you have the floor. Giving reverence first to God. Thank you all for tuning in tonight. Uh, I've got uh, a couple scriptures I want to go to. But first, um, I've got to give a prayer. Father God, we come to you as sincere as we know how, Father God. We're asking you to forgive us for all our many sins and shortcomings. Father God, we ask you to lead us, guide us, and protect us, Father God. We ask you to heal and thumb and deliver others, Father God. We thank you for what you're going to do in our life. And we thank you for what you've done this far in our life, Father God. We give you nothing but absolute praise because you are truly worthy to be praised. In the name of Jesus, amen. I have a couple of scriptures we're going to. um, The first one is in Deuteronomy 31 and 8. It's in the Old Testament. Deuteronomy 31 and 8. And it reads, It is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Then I want you to go to Joshua 1 and 9. That's in the Old Testament. Joshua 1 and 9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Okay. And let us go into the New Testament. Matthews 28 and 20. Matthew 28 and 20. And it reads, Teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. And those three, two of those is in the Old Testament, and one of those is in the New Testament. And I can be positively certain, and if you please agree with me, that he said it in the beginning and he says it in the New Testament. So as we just might as well say, he said it and it's the truth. What I'm getting at today is that he would not leave us nor forsake us. And that song that was on is just did something to my soul earlier today. And, 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 and when she came and said, you don't know what I've been through. You don't know what I've been through, and I don't know what you've been through, but we can surely say and be safe to say we done been through something. I don't know what you've been through. I don't know what life has tore you down, but if it tore you down like it has tore me down, I can say God is good. I can truly sit here and say, no, he never left me. I can tell you right now, I've been through some storms in my life. I've been through some crises in my life. I've been through some hard times in my life. I've been through some sickness in my life. My kids have drove me crazy in my life. I've done drove my parents crazy in my life. But I can safely say today that the Lord has never left me yet. 
I'm standing on it, I'm walking in it, and I'm believing in it, that whatever you are going through, I don't care what it is, he would not leave you. And some people might say, oh, God, uh, he is. He knows what I'm going through. He knows what pain I'm suffering. He knows what my husband done did to me. He knows what I'm going through with my children. He knows what I'm going through with my job. How can he let these things go, uh, me, go through these things? He loves me so much, and I trust him, and I keep praying. I keep believing him, and things don't seem to be happening uh, to my good fast enough. Let me tell you something. It ain't what it looks like. I'm here and I bear witness that I've done had some sick days and I done had some lonely nights and I done had some terrible days. But I tell you, my God is good all the time. And it ain't just some of the time. It's all of the time. Because even though you go through some things, you got some people going through uh, their life, they've been tormented from an early childhood. They even been tormented into adulthood. They think nobody's there for them. Just the other day when I was listening to uh, Prophetess Patricia's Youth uh, 2 uh, program, the, what did it, youth, kids, you, well, you know what I'm talking about. And a little girl came on there and she's been um, mistreated and abused. And it just did something to my heart because a lot of people, I'm going to say a lot of us, have been abused sexually as young girls. And, and we get that bondage in us. And, and, and it touched me because Prophet Patricia, Patricia knew what was going on in her life. She knew the, the Holy Spirit led her to hit the areas that she needed to be talked about and she didn't she didn't even tell she even knew the person names who have done this to a god is real i don't know about you but i'm not gonna waste no more time like tonight i do not feel good i do not feel good not at all and i could easily call and say oh i'm not going no i don't feel good but god have told me Time and time again, if you take care of my work, I take care of yours. And that's what I'm going to do. I came to tell you some things that whatever you're going through in your life, how it rains in your life, how people have mistreated you in your life, how you have been dogged and persecuted and did any and every kind of way, God will not leave you nor forsake you. Yes, he allows things to happen to you in your life. But if you live right and keep on uh, going to God, he will show you that those things was building character for you in the future. You say, well, how can raped and beat down and dogs and mistreated? It gives you character. It shows you how you can be sympathetic to people, have compassion for other people's going through. Everybody can't be compassionate to people that used to be on drugs because they haven't been on drugs. Everybody can't be some sympathetic to people who've been raped because they ain't been raped. People can't understand what you're going through until you walk through it. And that's why God have people in place, people who can say, I've been there. Yes, he's still good. My situation was bad. What they did to me was terrible, but my God is still good. And he made a way that I could look back and release my own self from the bondage by forgiving the people who've done me this kind of way. So how can you forgive people who have mistreated you? 
You can forgive the people that have mistreated you. I have forgave people that have treated me like a dog. I have forgave them, and I can see them on the street and still speak to them. Oh, yes, it can be done. Because when you forgive people who've done you any kind of way, it it's the forgiveness really ain't for them. The forgiveness is for you. Because if you keep on hating these people, every time you see them, every time you think about it, it builds walls in your life that you cannot be productive in your life because you still, here you are, 40 years old, still hating people that did something to you when you was five. You understand what I'm talking about? You have to forgive them, and you have to even love them. Is that hard? Well, at first it is. At first you say, it just is not, it just don't even make sense for me to love these people that mistreated me. How can I do that? I hate them. I want to kill them. you got to go to God. He will make every bondage in your life, all the change in your life, just break instantly if you go to him. I know I'm right about it. I know I'm right about it. I'm sitting right. And when, as I was listening to that song earlier today, the things she was going through in her life, we don't know all that. We can only, uh, we only know what she tells us. But what about the hidden things that we don't see? And I, I love when people say, thank God I don't look like with what I've been through, because if I look like what I've been through, honey, I don't, I'm telling you, Freddy Cougar wouldn't have nothing on me. I'm telling you, God is good. And and I had went on, I said, oh, I love that song. I remember that song back in the day. And, you know, I had to put it out there. Old time gospel hits you right where you live, because people in the old times, and uh, uh, 10, 20 years ago, they could sing a song, and it, you could feel it all through your body. It wasn't none of that hip-hop gospel. It was some soul-moving gospel. People knew about things that's going to go that have happened in their life, but they also knew a God that was able, and they could go and say, but God, I've been through the fire. I've been through the flood, but God. See, we're not giving the children, uh, anything to hope for because we hip-hopping it. Someone put on my Facebook page, uh, it was Cedric, the entertainer, on his show, The Soul Man. It was the two ladies with him. And I thought it was funny. Let me tell you, I did crack up. And uh, they was dancing, and it's a song called, um, it's a hip-hop song called, uh, what is it called? Uh, I love the cocoa or something. Well, they were singing it, and on the title of the little advertisement, little comical thing, it says, "When you love Jesus, but you still like to turn up." And they were singing, "I'm in love with the Holy Ghost," and they was really dancing like you know. And I laughed. I said, "You know what? People can still love Jesus and love God and still have a good time." But when I, but we can't have these sugar coating. Uh, gospel songs it, it's, it don't have no feel to it If it just makes you want to dance And I'm not talking about the Holy Ghost dance I'm talking about the secular music dance That ain't it 
That's not it. You need something to move. And some of the time you don't even need words to the song. All you need is a good moan, you know. And, and they tell me that 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 sometimes you got to moan because the devil can't understand it. When you're in the spirit and you moan it, he cannot understand it. You see what I'm saying? He can't understand that. He don't understand that praise when you just so down and out and defeated. But you know that God is going to come any minute. You still believe in God after you don't walk a, a long way in misery and despair. And you can sit down and you can say, mm, Jesus. You see what I'm saying? The moaning. A lot of times I used to hear my mother when she was sick, she she had a bad female problem. And and when she would be in her room, she wasn't even saying things, to, to, no words. She was just moaning. And I would go in and say, Mama, what's the matter? She said, baby, I'm just hurting right now. I said, well, what are you moaning like? It's scaring me. She said, sometimes I just got to moan. And as I, as you know, over the years, I learned that moan. I had to moan because words just wasn't sufficient. I had to moan. I had to get on my knees. I had to shake my head, and I had to shake my hands because the words just wouldn't even explain what I was going through. I don't know about you, but I have had those days, and I learned that through those days when all I could do was moan, all I did was just say, God, and then things start happening in my favor. But I said, God, and things start moving the direction that I wanted to go. When I said, God, I start feeling a healing in my life. When I said, God, I start seeing all my bills is going to be okay. When I said, God, then I knew that my children were safe. When I said, God, I knew that my circumstances wasn't as bad as it seems. You see, I have to tell you that everything that has a name, everything that's got a got breath, has got to bow down to God. I'm telling you what I know. I'm not telling you what I've heard. I'm telling you what I know. It's got to bow down to God. I've done had some days in my life when I was arguing, because let me tell you, the prior me was the augurer, and it's got me to the point now that I want to, sometimes people can put you to the point that you just want to go act a donkey with them. But then I decided I'm just going to say the the name Jesus. And when I say the name Jesus, not only do I relax, the person that I'm arguing with, I'm about to argue with, they back down. See, everything that got a breath got to back down to God. They have to back down. They have to. You remember when 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 Jesus was there and, and the demons was was around and he knew him. He recognized him. He said, What do you want here, man of God? See everything that's got a name knows God. Everything that's got a breath knows God. If you acknowledge it or not, you have to know that God is supreme in our life. But getting back to it. He won't leave us. He won't leave us broken, hurt. He won't leave us in the hospital all maimed and sick and almost to death. He won't leave us there. Yes, sometimes he heals us from that on this side, but then either way it goes, we are being healed. He's not going to leave us there. He'll call us back home. See, God is good. He's good all the time. And I just thank God for that. Even though I'm about to moan now, 
I can tell you that God is good. You know, people, I can identify with so many things that are issues in life that people have uh, have the problems they have and they speak of. But I can also tell you that through my pain and through my shortcomings and through my shame, let's not forget about our shame, I see the hands of God moving through my life, even when I was unfit to live and just couldn't die. I see the hands of God turning around some things and moving people out of the way and moving situations in the way. I could see it even when I was just broke down. I seen the hand of God. I didn't understand it. I didn't know why I should have been. I was in a car wreck when I was 22 years old. Just got a brand new car. I'm talking about a brand new car. Nobody owned it before me. It was a 1987 Camry. Cavalier, that's what it was. A Cavalier. Brown, beautiful, peanut butter, leather seats. Beautiful. I went to work. And I picked it up and went to work. Didn't have to put no money down on it. None, none. Went to work. I worked second shift. And the girls in there, they were telling me, we going out tonight. And I'm like, I'm going to go. I'm like, they say, well, you got the new car. We'll ride with you. I'm like, okay. So I called my sister who had my children and told her, look, I'm coming home, get my clothes on. I'm going out with my new car and my friends, girlfriends at work. So she said, okay, we at the club. And I drunk something I never drunk before. It was Tangeray Gin. I didn't know it had it would affect you because I was a guzzler with man. I would drink my little margarita straight down with no problem. But I had not encountered the power of Tangeray. I had not. So I took my friend home, and I lived outside of where I live at, it, out, i say, about 30 minutes from town, and we all went downtown to go out because that's, that was where the happening spots at. So I get in my car. I'm okay. I'm on the expressway. Something tells, tells me, get off the highway. I'm like, why would I want to get out of off the highway? It's about 4 or 5 in the morning. I get off the highway and go the streetway. I'm like, okay. Then I heard some crunch, coop, clunk, bang, bang, bang. I'm like, what is going on? Who done woke me up? I have fell asleep. I have fell asleep driving. Now, if I had to be stayed on the expressway with all those things and the way I was going and the way I had to go, I know I wouldn't have been here. There's no way. I I wouldn't have been here. Something told me to get off. So when I woke up, and after I hit a telephone pole, and I woke up, I kept on driving. I didn't know what happened. I kept on driving. Got home. Got in. The, went over to my sister's house. I was there. I was newly separated from my first husband and my kids, and I was staying with my sister. And I got out the car. Her husband was had got up, and that's when they had perms. Me and wore perms, or curls, whatever it was. And they, she was fixing his hair because he was getting ready to go to work. And they said, "What's wrong with you?" I kept looking at the window. I said, "Nothing. Ain't nothing wrong." 
I went on downstairs, still peeping out the window. They couldn't see me. All of a sudden, he left to go to work. He came in there and said, Tony, I'm like, huh? Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, why? Are you okay? You need to go to the hospital. I'm like, oh, no, I'm fine. What's up? Did you see what happened to this car? I said, I don't know. I don't know how I got home. I had four flat tires. The front of my car was all the way up to the steering wheel. And my doors was messed up. My sister said, where did you have a wreck at? I said, I showed her. I said, this is what we got there. She could tell where it was because I had split a telephone pole in two. That's a true story. It's because God is that good. With my foolishness, I had my car for one day. That's the way stuff happened to me. One day, my, I had a brand new car. The police didn't, I was scared. I said, well, maybe somebody, I kept going by that way and kept re, uh, looking at the news because I said, maybe I might have hit a whole van full of people and killed everybody. They might be looking for me. But see, God had plans for me. So the things, the hard things I had to go through my life, it molds me. I can give my testimony. Because you don't know what I've been through. That's why I know without the shadow of a doubt, doubt that he'll never leave me nor forsake me. He carried me all through those horrible times. He carried me through all those. And I ain't even told you the hardest point. I'm just telling you the, the mild point because there's been some harder points to that. I lost my son. I know y'all have heard me before. I lost my sister on uh, June the 11th of 2001. She had cancer. The doctor told her, Seven years prior to that, she was only going to live four to six months. But I went into prayer, and I wouldn't stop praying, and I wouldn't stop believing until her daughter came to me. And I'm like, how can y'all recognize? You know, you can recognize people of God. You can recognize people who really love the Lord. Her daughter came. She was swole all up, she, and she had lived seven years. She was all swolled up, and it was to the point that her legs were swollen. They was busting, and, and and fluid was coming out of them. And my niece, her daughter, called me outside. She said, "You know, Mama is staying alive because of you." I'm like, "Why? What you mean?" She said, "Because you won't let her go. You keep praying." And she said, "Sometimes we got to be healed on the other side." She had more sense than me. I'm like, "What?" I said, I'm not ready for her to go. And she said, well, she's ready to go. God has called her. She got to go. And I, God touched me at that moment, and I said, you're right. So I went and I said goodbye to my sister and told her to go on because I was at peace with it. Because even though she had children, I was her baby. The next day she left her. And I was so hurt and so so hurt, just very hurt. But then the shock of my life that I did not see it coming 
My son had a heart attack. He was 22 years old. See, you don't know my story. Judy, she died June 11th. He died July the 5th of 2001. See, you don't know my story. I wanted to give up. I want, and in that song, when she was saying that she didn't know how to pray, I didn't want to pray. I didn't want to pray. Then, how, you know how people come over to bring food, and if you're a drinking person and you're in that life, they'll bring you a drink. I had so many drinks around me, and I was a drinker. I wasn't an alcoholic, but I liked my drink. And God told me, if you take one drink, you would drink the rest of your life. That was the end of my drinking. That was the end of my drinking because he was right. If I had took that one drink and that would have eased my pain, so you know anytime you drink, it's only a temporary solution, a, a temporary make you feel better. So I would have been drunk all the days of my life. See, you don't know my story, and you don't know what I've been through, but I don't know yours, and I don't know what you've been through. But I do know that the Lord would not leave you nor forsake you. So whatever you're going through, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it sounds like. You trust and believe in God. You keep praying to God because he'll make a way out of no way. He'll make every crooked way in your, in the street, this a path that you're walking on, he'll make it straight. Because you don't know what I've been through. And I don't know what you've been through. But I do know that God's good. And I'm telling you, he's better than good. And I thank God for it. Like I said, today I'm not feeling well. I'm almost about ready to go to the doctor, but just because I know God can and he will, I'm good. And I'm feeling better. You don't know my story, but I tell you, I don't know yours. But I do know that God is able to fix everything that happens in your life. And when it seems like he's not being kind, when it seems like, well, if he loved me so much, why did he let that happen? Then you know what you say. Why not me? God is good. And he told him in the beginning, and he still was saying it in the New Testament, that he would not leave nor forsake. Then I have to say this before I go. <coughs> In Philippians 4, 6 and 7, it tells us, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which suppresses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. Do you hear that? It says, don't be anxious about anything. It means everything in your life. Are you convinced yet? You need another one? I got another one for you. Uh, Isaiah 41. Isaiah 41. 10. I think it's 10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. 
I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Behold, all who are increased against you shall be put to shame and confounded. Those who strive against you shall be nothing and shall perish. You shall seek those who contend with you, but you shall not find them. Those who are against you, and you shall be as nothing at all. For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, fear not. I'm the one who will help you. Then you want to go to Psalms 51. I got to tell you that one. I just got to tell you. God is good. Cast your burdens on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. It don't matter what you go through. It don't matter what pain you got to bear. Know that Jesus suffered more than you. That day in Calvary, that day in Golgotha, and Golgotha means a valley of the skulls. He sat there and took out, not only did he suffer, he took everybody else's problem, everybody else's sin, everybody else's situation, everybody else's pain, and put it on himself. That didn't even stop him. That didn't even stop him. Because after he surrendered, after the Bible said he gave, he gave up the ghost, after he gave up the ghost, three days later, he came back with all power. All power. So I'm going to tell you right now, the Lord would not leave you nor forsake you. And he cares for you. And your deliverance is only one prayer away. God is good. And whatever you're going through, know that he knows all about it. And it ain't what it looks like. I'm going to leave you on tonight with peace and love. And continue to praise God no matter what you're going through. In the name of Jesus. See you next week if the Lord is willing. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.